good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, gladiators, in the middle of the world, on the Caribbean Sea, wherever you are, welcome to the Unleash Me podcast with me, Camille Onish Ismail. And today, 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 I have a special guest for you guys. Oh, don't forget that self-care is selfish. Selfish in the sense that you are valuable. So today, our guest, Miss Jennifer Fortunato, will be sharing her strategies on how to help us to take better care of ourselves. But before we dive into the conversation, I want to say shout outs to all my listeners from right around the world that are constantly supporting the brand and the podcast to those around the world also that continuously purchase products from our website and attend our events. We want to send love out to you. So let's dive into the conversation. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I am so well this morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How's the weather where you are? Spectacular. And yesterday I had no heat for several hours, about five hours, and the wind gusts on the island I live on were 28 miles an hour constant, and it was freezing. And, and I, one of the things I am grateful for today is heat and to be wow. here with you. So awesome. Today awesome. is a new day and it is sunny and beautiful here. I love that. I love that. The art, the heart of gratitude. Every single day when we get up, Jennifer, we are, we ought to be in that space. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. So now that you've tapped into gratitude, how are you doing? Introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them who you are and where you're calling in from. So um, I always try to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> As my friend Reverend Carlos would say, I have an attitude of gratitude. Attitude, I like that one. <laughs> attitude of gratitude. So I am calling in from Martha's Vineyard. It's um, feel very blessed to be here, and I am a Reiki master teacher. I am a spiritual coach, and I am an animal communicator. And I've been in the business, and by business, I mean it was my business first growing up, of the mind-body connection um, for about 25 years. And I've been working with clients in a private practice and also volunteering for 17 years. And the animal communication is just the last two years. That's been really exciting too. Wow, congratulations on all those accomplishments. And I like the fact that you said you're in gratitude for heat. Being a Caribbean girl myself, I love when the sun comes out. I like mm. it hot. I love the tropical mm. weather. Yes. <laughs> so, Jennifer, I'm sure you have a lot of expertise to teach us. And today, I'm going to soak it all in. Let me tell y'all gladiators, she got sauce, okay? <laughs> Reiki teacher, uh, uh, meditation, communicating with animals. Like who communicates with animals? Like who does that? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's amazing to be able to communicate with them and for them to talk back. Now, Jen, let me ask you this question. Do they really talk back? They really do. It's amazing. So I'll tell you, I... Um, 
it's a pretty recent thing, just the fat last few years. But I had a lot of the skill set, if you will, from a lot of my spiritual practices that have been in place since I was, you know, quite, I, I don't know, I came out kind of questioning and young and wanting connection and wanting, um, I don't know, uh, connection with divinity, mm. connection with my higher guidance, connection yeah. with my guides, connection with my ancestors, mm-hmm. connection with all of that. So that's just part of who I am. Okay. And part of the way that I, tune into the animals and that I'm able to quote hear them is through really deep listening Mm. which is a lot of the skills that I use with people as well and Mm -hmm. when you're able to in some ways set aside your own lens your own uh, way of looking at the world and really put yourself in somebody else's shoes in a way that's empathetic in a way that it's communication through the heart that's how your the animals start talking to you. It's a natural ability. All these abilities, quote abilities, I'm, air quotes, psychic abilities, if you will, the ability to feel what somebody else is feeling, tune into them, uh, listen in a way that's reflective, in a way that you you understand them and they know that you understand them. That's part of my spiritual coaching, and that's also the work that I do with animals, which is it's communication and it's healing. So yeah, wow. I, hear I do, I do hear them. <laughs> wow. I like what you just said. I really, really appreciate what you said. You said looking through someone else's lens to see mm. that person's heart. That is so revolution. And it's also motivating mm. because in your line of business, I'm sure that you have to look through your client's lens mm-hmm. in order for you to see their heart, to know what their needs are, correct? You nailed it. Awesome. You absolutely nailed it. Yep. It's a dialectic. We go back and forth. It's like a co-meditation is mm-hmm. what I do with people. Yeah. Okay. So now let me ask you this question. Now that you're looking through their lens to see mm-hmm. their heart, do you find that self-care is the last on the list or self-love is the last on the list? Which do you find is last on the list? I have to tell you, I think that if you don't have self-care, you don't really have self-love. Mm. And if you don't have self-love, there's no self-care. Wow. So uh, it's interesting you say this because... Um, Self-love is really the key. It, it's, it's what unlocks the door to everything else. So there's a saying that my teacher taught me, and this might be useful. And, and he said, this is a way to, this is for everybody on the planet. And maybe, you know, every human being, this, this is our calling. And it goes, let everything be done in service for the greater good of all. Let everything be done in service for the greater good of all as an expression of life purpose and getting closer to source. And you can substitute source, being, God, awareness, consciousness, spirit, whatever you want to call it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Let everything be done in service for the greater good of all as an expression of life purpose and getting closer to source. That's the ready set. The go is love and accept yourself in all the magnificence of your being. And that's the self-love. 
uh-huh, heart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So some of us are in service to others, but not uh-huh. enough in service to ourselves or vice versa. Some uh-huh. of us know our life purpose and some of us are still searching for it. It doesn't always equal a job, J-O-B, uh-huh. I'm making money. There's so many ways to have life purpose, right. but the key, that's the ready set. The key is I love and respect myself uh-huh. and all the magnificence of my being. And that's that self-care, that that self-compassion that allows us to have compassion for others because it, it see, we see that we're all linked. We're right. all one. We're all, we truly are all one. And the only way that we know that is by loving ourselves, seeing ourselves completely, all, all aspects of ourselves. Now in your practice as a, um, as a wellness instructor, a meditation, a Reiki master, uh, can you explain to us um, in a few sentences without giving out all your tools, mm. what does it take to get a client to center themselves mm. in, in, that, in that whole position? So the word that I use for that is grounded. Okay. People getting grounded. And that can mean different things for different people. But the main way that people become grounded is by coming into the body. So we live in a society and in a world where the mind is so dominant and, um, and we self-identify with the mind. And it's important. The mind is our interface. We need the mind. We need the ego, if you will, to interface with the world. But there's so many other parts of us, physical self, emotional self, spiritual self, and so when we become grounded in the body, we're able to access these other aspects of our wisdom. So for some people, getting grounded might be um, doing a meditation with me, right. doing some breath work with me, okay. receiving Reiki, mm-hmm. being in nature, okay. taking a bath. Okay. You know, there, there's so many different ways of becoming grounded. Okay. And I have a lot of tools in my toolbox for people. <laughs> I say it's like getting in a warm bath. People are so scared to slow down. And I said, does it, they, they ground and they say, oh, I didn't know this was, I said, it's like slipping into a bubble bath. Like luxury, enjoy. Yes. <laughs> good. So, so in your practice, you teach us how to be grounded, correct? Absolutely. You teach us how to get into the center and just find that inner peace Mm -hmm. by doing the things that are necessary for our mind, body, and soul. Yes. And, And so much of that inner peace comes from learning to be in relationship with all aspects of ourselves and Mm -hmm. all aspects of our experience. And Mm -hmm. here's, here's the maybe hook, but it's the key. Okay. (laughs) A lot of those, a lot of our feelings, a lot of our emotions, our thoughts, our beliefs, we don't want to really feel them. Mm. It can make us uncomfortable, particularly feelings that we deem unworthy or don't feel as good, maybe anger or shame or uh, sadness or grief. Yes. Yes. And so a lot of, once we ground in the practice, 
The next thing that we do is we sort of invite in again through the body. It's a very somatic process. You know, are you holding tension here? Mm -hmm. You know, are your hands clenched? All these different sort of signs the body is giving. And then we welcome them in and we welcome in the feelings or the thoughts along with them. Mm -hmm. And then the key is we, we don't judge them for being there because oftentimes yeah. we judge ourselves for having the feelings. We don't want to yes, feel it. We, we push do. it away. We yes, judge. We, do. we judge others. We judge ourselves. The key is once we sort of allow it to be there and we investigate it a little bit, that's where that self-care and that self-compassion come back in. That's mm. where, you, you know, you nurture, you, you allow yourself mm. to feel the feelings you process some of the feelings, the ones that maybe don't feel comfortable because they're there anyway. I always say it. You might not be paying attention to them. People say, how did you know I was sad underneath that? Right? I didn't know I was still holding anger. I said, because energetically, it's as plain as the nose on your face. We can protect. <laughs> you might not see it, but you know, you know it's there. It's knocking at the door. You keep saying, go away. It keeps saying, come back. Then you're afraid to open up the door. Oh my God, it's here. And then a lot of times, you know what? You open up the door and you're like, oh. Yes, yes, yes. Welcoming because, it in. Because in, 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 in my life coaching practice, I say to some of my clients, I said, because you're in the frame, in the picture, you just can't see the frame. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you, know, you, just, well yes. you just can't see the frame because you're inside yes. of it. So yes. you need someone to tap in to mm -hmm. pull it out of you. And then you could look back and say, wow, it was beautiful, but it was broken. It was beautiful, but it was shattered. It was beautiful, but it had, you know, it had some glitches that need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it needed a little mending, a little molding, a little shaping. And that's what I believe in all aspects um, that every person on this planet needs someone like you in their life. Sounds like, and you too. <laughs> you know, to help yeah. to, to help to pull that energy and set and ground you to the place where you say, wow, I am on top of the world and where I am, I will not come down and bow down to anything that does not serve me any good. Because once you're in that position where you're grounded, anything that does not serve you well, you will know. And I will say that some, to me, this is my opinion, Mm -hmm. That grounding and that knowing, we, we know it and then sometimes we fall asleep to it. And then we wake yes. up to the truth again and then we fall. So it's not like, I always say, you're not broken. I always tell my client, you're not broken. I'm not here to fix you. You don't yes. need fixing. You're not a project. There's not an end goal. It's not like when Jennifer is perfect, when Jennifer is worthy, when Jennifer's mm -hmm. figured it all out. Mm -hmm. It's the waking back up. It's the, yes. oh yeah. And then that's the practice. It's, it's the that's light why bulb it's going practice. off. Yep. Yeah. It's the light bulb going off. Yep. Yep. And yep. it's a lifetime of work. It's not a, it's not a one and done. It's yes. Yes. spiritual yes. growth is, is forever. 
Oh, this is Juicy Conversation. Gladiators, <laughs> if you're just tuning into the Unleash Me podcast, I am Camille Onish Ismail, and our guest for this day that the Lord has made is Jennifer Fortunato. Fortunato. Hey, I'm going to get it right. Fortunato. And Fortunato. <laughs> I to a good name. It means good fortune. <laughs> awesome. And Jennifer is calling out of the beautiful island, Martha's Vineyard, right, Jen? That's right. So, um, Jen, let's dive into this question and ask you, when you started your practice 25 years ago, did you see where you will do it so many years or you just tried it to say, let me attempt it, you know, it's a side hustle or did you go into it and say, this is what I want to do and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back. I got to tell you, I had no idea this is where I would end up. None, mm. none. I started, so I've been working with people about 17, 18 years, but I've been involved in sort of the mind-body connection for 25. Wow. And I thought originally, I have a master's in theological studies. Mm -hmm. So I studied um, primarily Eastern religions, uh, Indian philosophy. I thought I was going to be a professor. Wow. There was no way that this round peg was fitting in that square hole. Like, uh-uh. Like <laughs> and, and it was great. I mean, I'm glad I went. But it was a lot about, it was, again, it was about the mind and not, mm -hmm. it was about the understanding and not the doing. Right. It was about the thinking and not the being. Mm -hmm. And so when I started this, no, I had no idea. I was a personal trainer for years and years. And, and my main gig was um, being a mom. I have two amazing children that are now, you know, college age. And okay. that was the thrust of what I wanted to do. And I always did this work and I had my private practice mm -hmm. and I, you know, I did my spiritual work the whole time. And then it was recently that I decided I'm going to really formally launch this as the soul foundry. And it was when I turned 50, the year before I turned 50. And so this strange pandemic year helped me birth a lot of things, a lot of understanding, um, including this business. Awesome. Congratulations yeah. on that. I love when people rise and find their true purpose and begin to maximize it. That's a part of my mantra. Every single client that I come across or person mm -hmm. that I come across, I always tell them when you find your purpose, don't be afraid to maximize it because once it's maximized, it will begin to monetize. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, really happy for you that you have tapped into what you have been practicing for so many years and now you're monetizing that so congratulations on that congratulations yay <laughs> thank you yes. okay so my next question for you uh jen is um inside of your practice um, the clientele that comes to you, are they um, at a certain age gap or you don't limit who comes? You just open it up to everyone. So I, the only age group that I don't work with professionally 
are um, young children. And when I have worked with, say, middle school age children or high schoolers, you know, mm -hmm. the parent is there and aware and, you know, it's a collaborative effort. I find that most of, I've worked with men, I've worked with women, I've okay. worked with old, I've worked with young, I've worked with, I mean, you, I, it's one of the things that I, I actually love is that right. such a wide range, mm -hmm. including the volunteerism. I mean, I volunteered in a hospital for several years. Okay. And then um, I also do volunteering at a women's homeless shelter. It's for poor and homeless women. It's called Rosie's Place. I'm giving them a shout out. They are independent. They are in Boston. It's on Harrison oh. Ave and they are remarkable. And so I've had the great privilege, the great, great privilege of being able to go in there uh, every week for about six years and working with those women. And um, they've been some of my, I'm going to get a little emotional. They've been some of my greatest teachers. Wow. Those women. Awesome. Awesome. True. Awesome. Awesome. That's always great. One of my uh, mantras, Jen, is to always reach out to those that don't have or those who are a little bit less fortunate than I am or if someone is you know lost their job lost their home lost their family so every month I dedicate myself where our team go out and we do the same thing here in mm -hmm. Hartford where we tap into communities and help moms help uh last night I picked up some stuff to deliver to a women's shelter also mm -hmm. so I understand when you say you'll get a little <laughs> emotional because you know they become your friends after mm -hmm. a while and mm -hmm. they get so close to you to the point where you can call them sisters. So mm -hmm. that's amazing. That yes. It's, yes. And that goes back to what you said earlier. You said, let everything be done in service. In service. <laughs> and that's what it is, being mm -hmm. able to give back. Because once you give back, someone else will pour into you because you you know, you give, you're empty. So the refilling comes yes. from any angle. It may come from them. It may come from somebody else. So I appreciate me personally. I don't know about the listeners, but me personally, I want to say thank you for serving the community and may God continue to extend your territory as you do that. Thank you. It's a blessing to me. And thank you for that blessing. And it's, that is the work. I think that every person on this planet, as much as they are possible, is to be in service to one another yes. and to see every other, not only human being, but I believe all creatures as brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're all brothers and sisters. There is no difference between us, really. It's just, you know, it's an illusion. <laughs> Right. It's an right. illusion, but our circumstances sure are different. And so, mm -hmm. you know, if we can give of ourselves or our time or our treasure, to me, the it's, it's all of them, but it's the knowing of these women and their stories. And yes, being able to say that they are my sister. Um, awesome. Is, is, is everything. It's everything. Awesome. So Jen, I'm going to give you uh, a few minutes to share two tools on how to, um, on a daily basis, mm. what can we do to center ourselves, 
in terms of self-care. Um, so I'm gonna give you the floor to share with us because I'm gonna be taking notes. <laughs> so I would say the first one is becoming present to the present moment. So we can call this meditation if we want to, but so many people get completely freaked out by the word meditation. They say, I can't sit still, or I can't sit in lotus position. And you know, uh, my mind is like a monkey and it's jumping all over the place. And so it doesn't have to be, when I say meditation or mindfulness practice, it doesn't have to be like you're sitting formally and meditating. It could be a walk out in nature. It could be if you live in the city, looking up at the sky or sitting underneath a tree in a park. Um, it can be a matter of just walking and bringing yourself back into the body. Movement is a wonderful way to become more present. So feeling your actual body as it moves, feeling the air on your skin, maybe you feel the sun on your face, you tune into the sounds around you. So just becoming more embodied, really coming into the body, becoming mindful in the present moment. And the body is the best vehicle to do that. Um, so I would say that that's probably my number one recommendation for uh, leading a more, I don't know, grounded spiritual life. And then going back to that, we, we spoke earlier about gratitude. There yes. are a lot of gratitude practices. So one that I do is, and not all the time, this is none of these things become a regiment, right? Now, right. Oh, now there's one more thing for me to have to do. It's like, right. you know, when, when you're walking, maybe just tune in. It doesn't have to be like time to meditate. Right. Same thing with these gratitude practice practices. I do it when I remember, sometimes a few weeks, sometimes I drop off, I come back. Mm -hmm. But before I fall asleep, I just not only think of the things that I feel gratitude for, for that day, it right. could be a conversation or a kind word or the heat's back on today, <laughs> right? right? But I not only think it, but then I develop the feeling of gratitude in the body because so much we think about our emotions instead of feeling our emotions. So having a gratitude practice, perhaps you write in a journal, perhaps you um, have a, dis you know, there's different ways to do gratitude practices. Maybe you, it's first thing in the morning when you wake up as you're right. doing some stretches, you say hello to the sun, greet the new day, but it's the feeling of the gratitude. Again, it always, the practice is always about coming back to the body because the body brings us back into the present moment. So those are two suggestions. I Offerings. love these suggestions because when you begin the day and you wake up with gratitude, it sets the tone for the entire day. Even if you just get up and say, I'm thankful that I am alive. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for the sun, thankful mm -hmm. for the air I breathe. And just keep that as, you know, what you do every day. Like you said, it doesn't have to be a routine or a ritual, but just incorporate it into your lifestyle. You know, don't make it a to-do list. 
just have it there in your heart and say, this is just a part of me. Mm. This is just a part of me. And I like number one, becoming present to the present moment. Gladiators, please get your journal and write these two things down because they will become so valuable as you go along your life's journey. Jennifer, please tell the world where they could get in contact with you mm -hmm. if they would like to set up an online class or anything with you, a meditation, a Reiki, whatever it may be, tell them where they could find you. Absolutely. So it is, the name of my practice is The Soul Foundry. So the soul as in soulful, S-O-U-L, and then foundry, F-O-U-N-D-R-Y, www.thesoulfoundry.com. And if you put in soul foundry and Jennifer, I'll pop up too. Um, but that is my website. You can go on, you can learn all about um, the way that I work, what my offerings are, read a bit about my background and um, you know I have some testimonials so you can sort of see ways I've worked with other people and then you can always reach out to me through that website too I'm also at jen at the soulfoundry.com if you want to email me but you can email me through my website too and um, I would love to you know talk with you work with you include your animal friends <laughs> i worked with a donkey named babe yesterday it is true wow. I did a donkey named babe wow he was feeling lonely and isolated like so many of us <laughs> so, that's amazing it was really awesome she was that's a amazing <laughs> wow well jennifer i thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to stop your day to come and share this moment with us. I am in total gratitude. And I really appreciate your thoughts and your sincerity to the world. I wanna say thank you so much for taking your moment to impact a generation and shift lives right in the community, right in the town where you are. So we wanna send you love on that journey. Definitely, because it takes strength, stability, and kindness and compassion in order to do all of what you're doing. So grace be unto you. Is there anything else that you would like to say, Jen, before we go? No, Nish, thank you so much for that, though. I, I really appreciate your time, um, your deep listening. Uh, I can tell that you're somebody with a great deal of love in your heart and care for your clients. And it's really been my pleasure to talk to you and to be able to reach your audience. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And let me know gladiators if we want Jennifer to come back for round two. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Unleash Me podcast. Do tune in on Twitch, tune in on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow me on YouTube at Onish Impact in the Masses. And you can find me, you can find me on every platform, but don't forget to find us on iTunes, podcast, and Shopify, as well as Anchor. We're on about 13 different Anchor um, podcast platforms. So you can just go to our website, www.epbreakfastclub.com, and you could tune in right there and listen 
Don't forget to pick up your self-care journals now available on sale for you and your entire family. May God bless you all for watching and listening. Until then, see you soon.